The hottest days of summer are still to come. Don't waste money on expensive air conditioning bills. Call SunTech Solar Screening to keep your home cooler, even in the hottest parts of summer. 775-352-9396 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. Odd-shaped windows, even round windows are no problem for SunTech. We custom build and install our solar screens specifically for your home. Call for a free estimate, 775-352-9396. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Glad you joined our radio show today. Although the year is going by, we're into September now. Activity in the world of real estate is not slowing down. It continues to be a hot market in the sense of demand and pricing and opportunity. Many times those opportunities are not only in the actual real estate itself, but it's in the financing of the real estate. And many times, too, that's really the deciding factor if the property is right for your individual situation. We're going to be talking about the financing side of real estate, as well as looking at the stats from the Northern Nevada real estate market. When we come back, we'll have Brian Cushing, mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage. That and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. You picked a good day to tune into Nevada Real Estate Radio. We always have great information about buying homes, financing homes, and what to do with your home, how to enjoy your lifestyle. This fall, it's no different. Oktoberfest is coming, October 29th. It's a great day to celebrate Oktoberfest and Nevada Day all on the same weekend. It's all for the benefit of the Four Kids Foundation, a great organization in northern Nevada that helps the kids that need help emotionally, physically, mentally. So many needs of our young people nowadays with all of the challenges of the world. Sometimes they just can't get the help from anyone else. That's when Four Kids Foundation steps in. And that's what Oktoberfest 2021 is all about. If you want to find out more and help out the kids in northern Nevada that need your help, visit the website, fourkidsfoundation.org, and tell them that Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, Brian Cushing. Brian is the head honcho at the Cushing team of Guild Mortgage here in northern Nevada. Brian, welcome to our radio show. Thanks for having me back. It's been a been a hot minute. It's been a real hot, hot time <laughs> in northern Nevada. I'm not talking about the weather. Brian, I never would have thought the real estate market would become like this. I mean, even when we were in the depths of the market in 2012, when everybody was asking, has it bottomed out yet? Is it bottomed out yet? And the prices were so low, unbelievable by today's standards. We all expected things to turn around. 
but they went like from here to here. It's just amazing how it worked. You know, I, the uh, UNR puts out a survey and they put the uh, the median price and they, they did this really cool graph. It goes back to pre, I think it's like 2000. Mm -hmm. And it basically they have been tracking the, the real estate, you know, median sales price, not really the average, it's just the median of sales uh, since like the 80s. And mm -hmm. it had been on a basically you know, annualized, just a very steady increase for years. So they took this like steady number and just followed it through all the way through the, the goods and the bads, right? Mm -hmm. The 2006 is when it was way above the, the, the average. Then it went way below the average. 2012 was right. scary times. 2011, 2012 were rough. And then now we've shot past the what the original, I mean, we're talking about 20, 20 years ago, 21 years ago from right. the original average. Uh, we're we're tracking ahead of schedule when you yeah. look at the long run, but man, what a whip it has been! I mean, that 2006 to 2012 era hurt a lot of people. It did, and uh, what what I think has happened too, Brian, is that the the social consciousness of the world has changed. The value is not just perceived in dollars, but it's it perceived now in lifestyle and uh, you know how you feel about your world. Owning a home is is a bigger and more important part of life, I think, than it ever has been before. A lot of eye-opening, a lot of awakening that is happening when it comes to our homes, right? Well, I mean, what do you do at home? You used to just, you know, spend time with your family and go to sleep. Now, a lot of people work there. They work there. They're living there longer. I mean, yeah. they're spending more hours at home every day. Absolutely. So I think uh, the last 18 months has seen just a huge acceleration and. You know, uh, the typical three-bedroom house is just not big enough if you have a family because if you one, one person in the household has to work from home, yeah. I mean, you, you need four bedrooms if you had two kids and they want to have a, their own bedroom. Right. Right. So a lot of people, the move-up uh, move buyer, I think, is where it's really just, that's where the median sales price is really accelerated because those, those people that are not first-time home buyers have some equity in a house. They'd love to buy the next house, but a lot of times you can't tap into that without selling your house. Um, this year in particular, the contingency has been a bad word. You know, it used oh, yeah. to be if you want to buy another house, you could, can I sell this one first? You put in an offer contingent upon your sale, you get the offer accepted. It is a, a little bit of a, a process to coordinate that and make sure everybody's, you know, not going to lose out on a house or end up being... Uh, canceled on the purchase of a house because of a delay on the sale of their home, but that domino effect can affect people moving from, you know, somebody moving from an out of the area sale or just a move up buyer here in town. It's been a it's been an interesting year specifically the last 12 months. Yeah, I'm finding that contingencies are still in play, but contingencies are kept close to the vest nowadays. If a buyer wants to buy a home and they know that they have to sell their home. That's an internal contingency in their case, Brian, and I'm I'm seeing more and more people dealing with that, but they're not talking to the sellers. They're not talking to other parties about it because that all that is, is is a red flag of a roadblock. I think people now are thinking, well, if I want to buy a house, here's what I have to do first before I go out and make an offer. And the reason is because deals are turning so fast. You know, I'm hearing of deals turning in one day, two days, three days, and still even though we're tapering off just a little bit on the year, some deals are going for more than list price. They're paying more money than is actually being asked for a home. And there's a good reason why somebody, why would anybody want to pay more for something than what the price tag is? 
It's because that's the only way you can get it. Well, you're tapping into future equity. I mean, if you pay a little bit more than the asking price now, maybe you're paying more than you should. That's that's the thought. Uh -huh. But you know, if this is a, an investment, if this is your home for five or more years, well, that home's going to continue to appreciate. I think 10 to 15% annual appreciation is a little unreasonable, but that's what we've seen the last <laughs> yeah. couple of years in a row. Right. Uh, but even if you had a 5 to 6% increase per year, in two years you've broken even if you paid 5% over the list price. Right. And really, if you look at what has been happening over the course of the last two years, not only in northern Nevada, but all across the country, the demand is so high that many people have figured out if they want this house, if they want this deal to close, they have to do more than just have their ducks in a row, have their financing in a row, have their plans in a row. They have to deal with the competition. Other buyers, and in many cases, they've wised up. They know if they offer 2% more, 5% more, in some cases even 8% more or so, their chance of winning that deal is better, and they'll finally be able to end the buying process, and they can start living again. True. Well, yeah, and then uh, we talked about contingencies, like if you've got to sell your house, I mean, in that case, you're offering more than the asking price. Well, there's another contingency that's a, another hot spot is the appraisal. Mm. <laughs> God forbid right. the mortgage company wants to double check you're not overpaying for this house. Yeah. Now, if you have enough down, you can make up the difference. That's sure. a decision that you can make. Or yeah. There's ways to re-leverage your loan to value on a loan. Uh -huh. Like, I mean, instead of 20% down, maybe you end up with a 15% down if, let's say, your appraisal came in at the list price, even though you're paying more. Right. Well, there's mortgage insurance, but there's there's an adjustment that can be made. You don't actually have to come up with the difference. Mm -hmm. You just have to you know, adjust your financing, adjust your APR. So there's a lot of ways that you can approach it. But another buzzword just on this topic is the bridge loan. Bridge loans. And I haven't heard about bridge loans since really the early days, the early 2000s. 2005, um, 2006? Yeah, and I was hearing about bridge loans, Brian. Let me recall, because I was a mortgage lender way back when, and people were using bridge loans when they couldn't sell their home on time and they wanted to buy the other, so they borrowed some money to buy the home until they sold the home and then they would pay it back. But what's the status of bridge loans now? They are back in, in vogue. Um, it's basically a second mortgage. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can do your own, you know, quote unquote bridge loan. It's called a home equity line of credit. Uh -huh. So if you've got a home you bought in 2000, uh, let's say 2015. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now it's been six years. We just got done talking about how much equity was just in the last couple of years. So if you put maybe maybe you put the minimum down three percent on a house in 2016, you've got five years worth of equity built up. You've got a good chunk of change, but you can't get it until you sell your house. So right. you either have to have other savings to be able to put as a down payment on a future home, or if you had a home equity line of credit, I'm seeing up to 90% typically as the maximum line of credit that you can get. Um, on a bridge loan, you actually, if you don't have a home equity line of credit, you have to list your house for sale to be eligible for the bridge loan. Mm -hmm. We appraise the house and we'll give 80% loan to value of the appraisal. Mm -hmm. Now you might sell the house in a month or two after you buy your new one, uh, for a lot more than we appraised it for, right? Which means your second mortgage gets paid off, your first mortgage gets paid off, and then you've gotten into the home and you've gotten to transition out of your current home without having to like pack the moving truck and move in one night. Yeah. Which that seems scary. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bridge loan's a pretty cool thing, except for you have to qualify for it. Here comes the rub. You have to main you have to be able to qualify for your income to afford your current first mortgage on your current house. You still gotta pay that. Yeah. Now you got a second mortgage, so that's a, at least an interest only payment to carry that cost for 
let's say up to six months, which is the term of a bridge loan, now you got to also qualify for the new loan that you're not able to put 100% of your equity down on because you only got a partial line of credit on the home equity line or the bridge loan. Mm -hmm. So um, at Guild Mortgage, we're happy to say that we service the majority of our loans. Mm. So we'll let people that qualify for this to come in. Maybe you put 10% down on the new house that you're buying. Yes, mortgage insurance is involved. Pay mortgage insurance. But if you sell your house and a month after you move into the new one, you can re-amortize or recast the loan and drop the mortgage insurance if you have, there's certain dollar amounts that you have to pay it down to, right, to be eligible to remove the mortgage insurance, but mm -hmm. we can re-amortize the payment and actually make it to whether, you know, might be in 60, 90 days after you've, you've completed the sale of your house, but your new mortgage payment will be as if you sold your house originally on the contingency, uh -huh. but, but you didn't because the seller wouldn't have accepted your offer. At least that's the... That's a lot of people feel like they wouldn't get their offer accepted in the contingency, and this mm -hmm. is the way you can get around it, unless you're independently wealthy and you got millions of dollars in the bank to put for down payment. Well, that rules me out and probably 90% of the listeners <laughs> of our radio show, because if they already own their own home and they are very, very wealthy millionaires, they're probably out skiing or... Well, hopefully they don't need a mortgage if that's <laughs> the case, right? I'm talking with Brian Cushing. Brian is a mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage. And the Cushing team doing fantastic work here in northern Nevada. We're going to talk about how financing absolutely affects the purchase of real estate and how to navigate through some of these complications that we've talked about. And again, we'll look at our stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors as far as where values go and how that converts to a mortgage payment when you look at today's low interest rates. We'll be right back. The hottest days of summer are still to come. Don't waste money on expensive air conditioning bills. Call SunTech Solar Screening to keep your home cooler, even in the hottest parts of summer. 775-352-9396 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. Odd-shaped windows, even round windows are no problem for SunTech. We custom build and install our solar screens specifically for your home. Call for a free estimate, 775-352-9396. When we talk about home ownership, I also think about my family, my pets as well. We seem to have pets in practically every family now, and my pet of choice is the honeybee. I am a beekeeper. I probably have 20, 30, 40, 100,000 pet bees in my backyard. Well, they're not really pets because I don't like to pet them, you see. Uh, beekeeping is a world where you keep your distance from your bees, but they're always close. The world of beekeeping is awesome and i can do that because i'm a homeowner and it's one of the things i can do of choice because i own my own real estate if you're thinking maybe about being a beekeeper yourself i'm inviting you to the nevada state beekeepers conference coming up right around the corner february 25 and 26 in beautiful yarrington nevada the hub of lyon county you'll learn all about the world of beekeeping products from the beehive that go way beyond just the honey, and you'll also learn about the benefits that beekeeping offers to your family, your friends, your neighbors, let's face it, to Mother Nature, the entire planet, pollinators. That's what bees and the beekeeping world is all about. Learn more by visiting the website, nevadastatebeekeepers.org. Register, and don't forget to make your hotel reservations for Yarrington, Nevada, so that you can enjoy two fantastic days in the world of beekeeping. I'll be there. 
Joining me in the studio, Brian Cushing. Brian is a mortgage lending expert here in Northern Nevada, uh, working with people, first-time home buyers, move-up buyers, second homes, investment property. There are so many ways to buy real estate. We have to think just beyond that primary residence buyer. Uh, there's still a lot of renters in Northern Nevada, and the only way they can fulfill their dreams of maybe getting out of mom and dad's house, moving into their first rental, is to have landlords, have owners of real estate that are willing and ready to rent out real estate property. And then, you know, at some point they may decide to buy their own home. But there's a lot of elements that go into the home buying world. That's why we have Brian Cushing with us today. Brian, I'm glad you're with us. And I want to talk a little bit about the investment world. So many times when the market was down in the early 2000s, uh, a lot of investors were getting wise and buying real estate because it was all not only appreciating in value, but a lot of investors like the cash flow op operation of investment property. You buy a home, you rent it out, the, the renters pay you every month, you pay your mortgage, you have a little bit left over. Month after month after month, that all builds up and your equity. Is that still happening? Uh, big time. And well, when we talk about real estate appreciation, I'd say rent appreciates a little bit too. Uh, you know it. Yeah, it's called inflation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Charge mm -hmm. more for rent. Your your rent for a thousand a month back in two thousand eleven might be two thousand a month on the same property that you had a thirty year fixed mortgage. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. One of the things that a lot of first time home buyers don't think about because they are first time home buyers is that once you buy a home, and it doesn't matter whether you're buying it as a first time home buyer or an investor, once you buy a home with a mortgage, as long as you keep that mortgage. That payment stays the same unless it's one of those uncommon adjustable mortgages, right? They, the mortgage payment stays the same despite where the demand goes or inflation goes. If you buy a, 30, uh, a property with a 30-year fixed mortgage, that mortgage stays the same. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a way to keep a cap on your expenses. I mean, uh -huh. you, you, some people will refinance the loan later, and I've seen some people take cash out to pay off other debts or you know, remodel the house or do all kinds of things. But if you just leave it be, it'll get paid off in 30 years. If you pay extra, you can pay it off even sooner. Yeah. You know, if your goal is to pay it off, I guess. Right, right. And the variable that will happen, especially if you're looking at investment property, rental property, is that, as you say, as the demand goes up, as inflation goes up, and it only seems to go in one direction, um, the amount of money you get every month from your renters will be adjusted accordingly. It goes up as well as the demand is higher and as people discover that you know, they need to pay more money essentially for their day-to-day -day -day costs. Well, the good thing is a lot of people are discovering Northern Nevada. That brings that demand. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was looking at a chart just recently about where young people are finding the advantages to relocate to. Essentially, the best cities for young professionals. I was looking at this report, and it told us about the key cities that young people are looking for, for a variety of reasons, you know. They looked at a number of different areas and categories, and it was anything from, you know, the entertainment opportunities, the cost of gas, the cost of food, just so that we could see what it was really that was driving it. And then where the cities were, the number one city that young people are looking to move to is Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's one of the top cities in the metrics, and the reason is because it's got such a low unemployment by compared to the other cities. 
the median monthly rent relatively low compared to the other cities. And it's really got some of the best entertainment established on a per capita basis. Can you believe that? Sioux Falls, South Dakota, who would have thought? Um, not me. I, <laughs> I, I, I always think of like South Dakota doesn't sound like a lot of fun in wintertime, but it, maybe in the summertime uh, it might be hopping. You know, there's a lot of, uh, of oddities that I saw on this, but you know, when I did more research and thought about it, it started to make sense. The number two most popular city was Minneapolis, Minnesota, followed by Cincinnati, Ohio, then number four at St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, we skip over a little bit to number six, Nashville, Tennessee, number nine, Omaha, Nebraska, not far from where I grew up in Colorado, number 10, Boise, Idaho. Guess what came in at number 12? Reno, Nevada. Cool. It has been discovered, Brian. That's really what the key is, I think, is that the top cities, they've already been discovered, and Reno, Nevada is one of those cities. I remember, again, during the mortgage downturn, that uh, people were leaving Reno, and it didn't look like it was all that of a popular area. It's funny how things change. Yeah, well, I I found it, and uh, I'm not I'm never leaving myself. So <laughs> it's too nice. <laughs> it's a great place to uh, raise a family. Uh, there's so many great outdoor activities, uh, but there is a finite amount of space in Reno. We live in the Truckee Meadows. There's mountains, hills all around us, and there's only so much space. And when people look at buying real estate, I think they're starting to realize that it's about demand. Where is it that people really want to live? And those are the places that I'm finding that are going up in value more than anything. Um, the, 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 the key is to be able to take action as quickly as you can because it seems the longer people wait, the harder it is to buy a home. So something <laughs> interesting from your list there, so Cleveland, Ohio and Minnesota and some of these places I, I think of as, uh, as kind of an expanse. It, you can expand, like the suburbs can go a long way. Uh -huh. You don't have that here. It's really hard. Like you can't just you got a big mountain covering each side of you, right? So right. you got to like go around the mountain or through it or uh -huh. over it, I guess. If you're yep. going to drove through maybe, you know, out to Lyon County, for instance, I guess you could always hop over uh, Virginia City, but that's that's a treacherous drive depending on the time of year. So yeah, we we just have limited space to really expand. So. Well, and when people are are you know, they're having some consternation. Let's say about spending the kind of money it takes now to buy a home in northern Nevada. I encourage people to think about that and realize that Reno has been discovered. We're getting more people coming in from California, from all parts of the country that are leaving areas that they think maybe are overpriced, overtaxed, overpopulated. By comparison, Reno looks pretty much like a paradise. Yeah, it is. You look at the median home price in northern Nevada, it's moved up dramatically since the lows. Right now we're right at about $540,000 for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. And I talk to people that have lived in Nevada all their lives, Brian, or most of their lives, and they tell me, Peter, I just can't imagine how expensive everything is. It's all going up so high. An hour later, I'm talking to somebody from the Bay Area that's looking to move here, and they tell me, what a bargain. It's almost a steal in Reno. All about perspective. Put it's a sure new is. set of glasses on, I guess. Yep. And as that perspective has uh, intensified, Reno really is a great value because besides the home that you buy, you own the sky above you and the views all around you and the accessibility 
to great outdoor resort and entertainment. I mean, how many people across the country, Brian, that are, love to ski are less than one hour from the local ski slope? Oh, they're all, a, most of them are an airplane ride away or a 10-hour drive. Uh, and it's an expensive traveling trip to go skiing for many people across the country. But here in Reno, literally, I can go skiing in the morning and golf in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I did that this spring. You've done that, right? <laughs> it's, 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 it's amazing. And that's all just for the price of the home. So you wrap that into the $540,000 median home price. And at that point, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Think of all the airfare you saved. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> I'm talking with Brian Cushing. Brian is a mortgage lender at Guild Mortgage. You've got a really good team there on your uh, staff, Brian. And I know nowadays it does take a team to do a good job. Oh, it, yeah, it takes a village. It does. It yeah. does. So many complications and details. We were talking about, you know, when a borrower has a contingency, they want to buy a home, but they need to sell their home first. That's a big contingency that people need help on. Uh, home buyers are busy. They're working. They have jobs. They have families to take care of. Home buying and even home selling is not a uh, task to take lightly. You really can't do it yourself and do it well in those days, can you? Well, not unless you do it a couple times a month. That would make you a realtor or a mortgage lender. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about the interest rates Maybe not exactly the interest rates, because I know they vary from prospect to prospect, client to client, but the generalities of interest rates are beneficial, and we're going to see how that impacts the purchase of a home in 2021 and as we move into 2022. This might be the best message you've heard all month, financing a mortgage and how you use it to purchase real estate in northern Nevada. We'll be back after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hi, this is Peter. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. We are in our 16th year of weekly broadcasts. We help people make good decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. 
And many of those good decisions come from listening to the advice from other experts, unbiased advice. You know what I mean. Many times when we ask a family member, a friend, a neighbor for advice, it's always tainted just a little bit for one reason or another. And so I'm done asking my brother-in-law for advice on many things. I want advice from professionals. That's why we invite people like our guest today, Brian Cushing, mortgage extraordinaire from Guild Mortgage. We also invite people that help us take care of our homes after we purchase them. Pat Wright and Wendy were not able to join us. They are the owners of SunTech Solar Screening. They asked me to convey this message. The hottest parts of the summer many times happen just before fall. That's why they still recommend that you purchase SunTech Solar Screens for your home. It's a great way to keep your home cool and reduce your air conditioning budget at the same time. What does that mean? It means these little units actually pay for themselves, not only in the pocketbook, but in your comfort. If you want to find out more and take advantage of a great way to cool your home without electricity, internet, or electricity, call SunTech Solar Screening, 775-352-9396, or visit suntechsolarscreens.com and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Brian Cushing. Brian, I'm glad you're with us today. Hope you're staying busy enough in the mortgage world. Uh, yes. <laughs> in a I, word. I know you've been really busy. You know, one of the things I, I was talking to a, a friend about recently is that it, mortgage rates are so low in general than they have been, I think, in the history of the planet that many of the records and guides and calculators that were used in the years past, they, they, don't even, they don't even recognize today's low interest rates. <laughs> I was telling people earlier, I was in the mortgage world in the early days of 2000, and I received um, little mini calculators and slide rules, and they would help you calculate mortgage payments based on certain interest rates. I have one here where it starts at 6%. It goes from 6% to 13%. So if you wanted to estimate what your mortgage payment is, you get this calculator and you set it at anywhere from 6% or higher, um, it's really a worthless piece of equipment now, isn't it? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a classic. It is a classic, 6% or higher. A title and escrow person from Northwestern Title in Santa Rosa, California, gave me this book. And this is a pretty cool little book that has, again, all the loan amortization payments. And again, it starts at 6%. So What's the copyright date on this thing? I got to see this. What I was interested in, <laughs> in looking at these books for is I was trying to figure out what a payment looks like from, let's say, 1970. <laughs> That's awesome. Before you were born, Brian. From 1970, uh, compare that to today. So in 1970, it looks like if you had an interest rate of somewhere in the neighborhood of, well, let's, let's take the low end, 7%. And if you had a loan of, um, that was a 30-year mortgage, and at 7%, your mortgage was based on a payment of $100,000. At 7%, you're paying about $670 a month, just principal and interest, $670 a month. That's on a $100,000 loan. So the, the home payment now uh, on a $400,000 purchase price at 7% is 
would be somewhere in the neighborhood of $2,500 principal and interest. $2,500 a month, principal and interest for a $400,000 mortgage. What does that sound like when you look at it for today against today's? Well, that you can get an interest rate for half that means you can buy a lot more, borrow a lot more for the same payment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I and mean, really, isn't that isn't that about a payment? We're we're really talking about payments per month as opposed to this price that we see for the home, right? That's really what it's about. Yeah. yeah. It's setting your budget. Yeah. I mean. What I basically figured was this, Brian, is that if somebody was purchasing a home of about $200,000 in 1970, that same payment allows them to purchase a home somewhere in the neighborhood of $550,000 today. Yeah. So it's really the ability to buy a home from the payment perspective is really not that far out of line from what it has been historically. The real challenges that we're talking about are availability, people finding the home that they want. I was talking with a builder not long ago and Builder told me that there was a big lull in building homes after the mortgage meltdown in 2006, seven, and eight, and essentially we fell about seven years behind on construction. Have you heard about those numbers? I have. I used to work in the building industry uh -huh. on the mortgage side yeah. in 2006, seven, and eight. Okay, so as people stop building homes, companies stop building homes, and life goes on, I figure it's gonna take about twice as long to catch up is what how it typically works. I don't think they're going to be able to catch up. It's got a long time, right? It's going to take a long time. I yeah. mean, there, there's no short-term, let's call it five-year outlook that uh -huh. could get them to a point to catch up. Yeah. I mean, the last year has seen spikes in lumber prices. There's mm -hmm. been spikes in everything. I yeah. Mean, there's been, <laughs> lumber prices have come back down, but the longer term, lumber prices are just going to cost more than they did before. Sure. Uh, it's harder to get things here. There's more restrictions. COVID and you know, the, the the challenges that came with the worldwide shutdown are still persistent. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of that that there's just really, the supply side's gonna be really limited. And I think that's the same for cars, it is for houses. It is, I was uh, looking at an ad recently in our advertising world for hot tubs. And I noticed how expensive hot tubs are nowadays. I talked to a friend who had ordered a hot tub. He says it will be in available for him to pick up in about six months. And I thought to myself, why is that? And I did a little more research, come to find out that the parts that go into hot tubs come from all around the world. And all it takes is one hiccup in the supply chain, and there you go. There's delays in the manufacture, the final construction, ultimately in the delivery and installation of the hot tub world. That's just one small element of our home, of anybody's home. I can see how it would impact so many other parts of the real estate world. And when you add in inflation and the newly discovered desire for so many people to own homes, it really does make sense as to why demand and pricing is going up, Brian. And that's why I encourage everybody who is interested in buying a home to get started today because it doesn't happen overnight. You have to be pre-approved, you have to have your right suit on, you have to be ready to go, and then the right opportunity when it comes, you can have to make a decision quickly. The only way you can do that is if you're prepared. That's why I recommend people get pre-approved from Brian Cushing at Guild Mortgage. Brian, in case anybody wants to find out how to get a hold of you, what's the best way? 
Well, our website is homeloansreno.com. You can check it out there. You can schedule an appointment or start a, a pre-approval application. Uh, I'd encourage a conversation with, I am just being premeditated about this process, uh -huh. having a conversation or a couple of conversations and really getting to know what's required and what's realistic and, you know, if I need, how much money might I need to buy a house? There's the down payment as much as there is the actual payment. Yeah. And I know there are many opportunities, especially for first-time home buyers, to purchase a home with very little money down, or in some cases, zero money down, if they fit into the right category. And young people many times think they know everything because they have a little computer in their hand all the time. But the reality is the mortgage world is a complex world, just like the real estate world. And you have to have a pro that has years of experience that can help you navigate, it through, the, navigate through the process. We're, we're looking at my little mortgage calculator from 1970 here, Brian, and I only looked at one side. One side says 6% through 13%. Here's how you figure out the payment. The other side says 13.5% to 20%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. I, I think if, if suddenly the announcement was, okay, interest rates are now at 18.5%, well, that would just freak out the market oh, unbelievably. That would, that would freeze things up a little bit. <laughs> and yet, back in 1983, when I bought my home, I had two mortgages. The first mortgage was at 12%, and the second mortgage was at 16.5%. And then if you'd have just kept that house... You could have refinanced it to today's, to today's low rates. rates, and I'd have it all paid off. It was a $60,000 house, by the way, <laughs> and I think I was paying a lot of money at that interest rate for that payment. I'm pretty sure. At that time, it was a lot of money, and it was, a real, uh, it was a real financial challenge, but I'm glad I did it because I got myself set up so that I was wiser as time moved forward and have been able to make some great real estate transactions since then, and... I love talking to people and giving them the little bit of advice that I can. Uh, first step is always to talk to a qualified, astute mortgage lender. Brian, talk about the difference, if you would please, between what many people think is the ticket to ride, a pre-qualification letter, as opposed to a pre-approval letter. Well, something that you just said made me think of this. Uh, so, you know, you talk about people on their phones, right? Yeah. You got this little computer, like computer in 1970 was a little bit different than the computer of 2021. Right. Because you could do so much from your phone. You can gain knowledge, but what you're doing is you're trying to gain, you, you got to be able to absorb your own personal knowledge. The phone's not going to just give you the answer. you got to seek out mm -hmm. multiple answers. I mean, I can do a loan amortization payment for you from my phone. Mm -hmm. Really cool. I can do it at 3% and 18% if we wanted to compare. But it doesn't really get you all the way through. So the pre-qualification is, you know, I can run some numbers from a phone. I could tell you if you qualify. That's not hard. Uh, but qualify for what? Like, what is really better for you? Is it putting, is it saving your money for five extra years to put 20% down? Is that what's required? Well, no. Maybe it was required in 1970. I don't know. Uh, but in nowadays, maybe 10% down. Maybe you could get there faster and save for two and a half years and buy a house with 10% down or 5% down or mm -hmm. less. Like you said, some loans are no money down. <clears throat> so the pre-qualifications really just, does it work? Does it, you know, in 2006, we used to have a stated income loan. You could call me up and say, hey, I make $10,000 a month and here's my expenses. I want to know if I'm pre-qualified. I can do the math on my phone, literally, or a piece of paper. Yeah. Give me a sticky note, I can cover it. Yeah. Um, to get pre-approved, you really have to make sure 
that you've got the paperwork ready so when you when you do buy the house or you start that application it's going to get fully approved and it's at the the best outlook for your personal situation is your payment going to meet your needs are you going to be able to afford it and not have to eat ramen noodles right because you i have lots of people that can qualify for a loan payment they're scared to death of hearing about the maximum of payment that they could be approved for mm -hmm. and then i think the the pre-approval process and having you know an advisor you know somebody that can actually walk you through the mortgage process an advisor on the real estate side to walk you through the real estate side gets you the knowledge that you just can't gain from your phone. You've mm -hmm. got to have that conversations, the the relationships that you build through knowledge and inquiries with different professionals. If you want to buy a house, talk to a professional. If you want to um, cure cancer, you should probably talk to a doctor. So, you know, seek, seeking that out, I think the pre-approval is documented versus a verbal, like, do I qualify that's pre-qualified? Pre-approval uh, is one step of it really understanding what you're getting into and that you're going to be able to actually manage it. Like tell clients all the time, let's qualify you for this payment and you're only paying half that in rent right now. So how about you start making that payment and sticking the difference from rent to this future mortgage payment in your savings account? You might actually have a down payment pretty quick. It's a great way to get prepared for the home buying process. Brian Cushion is our guest. We'll have more and a look at the stats from Northern Nevada after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Natakwa, Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Brian Cushing is our guest from Guild Mortgage and the Cushing team here in northern Nevada, doing great work helping people get the right financing, the best options for them 
when they purchase their home. It doesn't matter whether it's a first-time home that they're buying, a move-up home, a second home, investment property. Brian Cushing is the person to talk to. We're glad that we're able to talk to him today because he's right here in the studio. Brian, glad you're with us on the show today. You look like you've lost just a little bit of weight, and that's probably because you've been working it off, running from one deal to another. Busy, busy, I bet. Oh, I got a stand-up desk. So instead <laughs> of sitting down, I'm standing up. That's, that's, that's the secret. That's a good way. I was looking at some of the stats, although they're looking back a month or two from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. The median home price hovering at about $525,000, uh, growing substantially in the values of homes. Uh, let's face it, if you bought a home five, six years ago and you've been financing it on mortgage that you got then and the price that you got then, you're probably a pretty happy camper. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the appraised values of homes continues to go up. It's one of the reasons people, when they're looking to buy a home now, they're wising up and making offers above the ask price. One of the recent stats I looked at from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors was the average percent of ask received when somebody's selling a home. And in the old days, I remember, Brian, typically people would get 98, maybe 99, 97, 98, 99.5% of ask. People were always saying, can you give me a little break and a little bit better offer? And the deal would close with a little bit better offer. Now it's literally flip-flopped. The stats I saw showed that it's 3.6% over the ask price that the deals are closing for recently. And in, because that's an average, I'm sure many of those are selling for even more than the ask. Supply so, and demand. Just one of the elements of being a wise buyer of real estate. If you're buying it with a mortgage, it's a really good idea to know what your opportunities are for different types of mortgages and how they vary. I had always heard in the old days that the FHA mortgage was the best deal for home buyers, if they're first-time home buyers, because it was the loan that offered the least amount of money down, was the most forgiving on credit score, other issues and details. But things change all the time, and I know FHA has made some changes in just the last few years. Brian, what are some of the key changes that have happened? Well, the, the 2006 era didn't see a whole lot of FHA loans mm -hmm. because back then people would put zero down because they would do a first and second mortgage. Okay. So into 2008, by, by 2008, I would say, the second mortgage option wasn't there. You're not doing an 80-20 loan any mm -hmm. longer. Uh, those second mortgages for the, a lot of the investors or the banks that issued them, they lost a bunch of money. People lost value in their house. So FHA really came back as the, uh, the loan of choice or the, the backup loan. The mm -hmm. Originally, the intention for the program was to be that forgiving program that helps people. Um, so from 2008 to 2011, homes still lost some value. So mm -hmm. some people bought with an FHA loan in 2008, 2009, and it dropped in value till 2012 potentially. So they could have gotten upside down even then. Right. Some people might have lost their house. That insurance program, so that's what it is. FHA is mortgage insurance. Mm -hmm. It's a federal program. Everybody's paying into it. But that program lost some money in those years. Mm -hmm. 2016 was uh, kind of a reckoning. They've changed, they, they changed these rules. They'll change them again here soon, I'm sure, uh, with how much you pay in this mortgage insurance. They've, they ratcheted up the cost to make it really, unless you need it, don't do it. Mm -hmm. You can get a conventional loan with good credit scores, say 700 plus credit score, 
uh, from the mortgage score, uh, that'll get you a better deal than the FHA. Mm -hmm. Now, FHA would let you buy a home if you're only two years, well, two years from bankruptcy, say. Mm -hmm. So you file for bankruptcy. Two years later, you could reestablish credit, <clears throat> get an FHA loan. Conventional loan's going to want to see you four years reestablishing yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit more restrictive, but if you haven't had a bankruptcy, not a big deal. Conventional will reward you for good payment history and good solid credit. So the FHA sounds like it's really for the people that have mitigating circumstances. They have other issues that they can't overcome with other loan types, and FHA may be there, albeit it might cost a little more to have that opportunity. But once you get an FHA mortgage, you're able to get a home where you maybe couldn't with any other type of loan. But Brian, are you forced to stay with that FHA mortgage for the life of the loan once you get in with that loan? Or can you at some point when you think improve things in your life, you can get out of it and reduce your payment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> the big thing is, the, so the mortgage insurance will stay on that loan. So if you keep the loan, you have to keep the mortgage insurance. That was the big 2016 change uh, as they were changing some of the rates. They required you had to pay the monthly mortgage insurance as long as you kept it. So uh -huh. you, you had to refinance it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a mortgage guy. This music to my ears. You're guaranteed you need to come back to me, right? Yeah. Well, if you've owned a house for three years, we're seeing this right now, where three years ago, rates were a little bit higher, and now we've got much lower interest rates, but the housing values have climbed so much that somebody 3.5% down literally has more than 20% equity. They mm -hmm. could do a standard conventional refinance. Even if they don't have the best of credit, they're not going to have to pay the mortgage insurance. That's what really drives up the cost. The folks that bought a home a few years back and have had appreciation in their home's value, if they had an FHA mortgage that has to pay the additional monthly cost of the mortgage insurance, there's a good chance they can get out of making that payment, can improve their cash flow of their household just by refinancing the loan. So you don't have to move, you don't have to sell your home to take advantage of these new opportunities. It's a great piece of news for our listeners, Brian. A uh, loan that was very popular when I was a mortgage lender that I did a fair amount of was the VA mortgage for veterans. And one way to thank our veterans was the federal government offers the VA mortgage with essentially zero money down if you qualify. Brian, is that still the case? 100% the case. Zero yeah. money down. Um, you can buy a million-dollar house. You zero can. down. VA is like the FHA. It's an insurance program only okay. for veterans. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so you've got the... Uh, VA with zero down up to, I used a million dollars as an example, that really just started this year. So that's yeah. just pretty new. Yeah, um, so they've increased that number as prices of homes have gone up, and it really gives veterans a great opportunity to go across the country wherever they want to and, and look at opportunities to purchase homes. If well, there's a veteran in somebody's family, they need a home, they should really be talking about or doing some research on the VA mortgage. Brian, any other mortgages besides the VA that offer a zero-down program if you're not a veteran, for instance? Well, in uh, certain areas, so there's the USDA Rural Housing Program, as it would indicate. It's for rural areas, so Reno-Sparks wouldn't qualify. They do have certain pockets or areas, like let's say Palomino Valley or Cold Springs mm -hmm. in Washoe County. Uh, but head over to USA Parkway in Lyon County. Silver Springs we talked about as yep. being a pretty busy spot. That's an eligible USDA area. You can put no money down. Uh, have Some folks are buying, uh, if they can negotiate for a piece of land, and if they can actually get the manufactured home company to build it for them, 
That'll take a year, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, you could put a brand new home down on the property and do 100% financing for it. Wow. Takes a little bit of uh, work and a little bit of brain power, but it's actually possible to purchase a home in northern Nevada, zero money down, and you do not have to be a veteran using the VA mortgage. Brian, I have a friend who recently was talking about buying a home, but doesn't quite have the income established now that she'll need to cover this mortgage payment long term. The income is going to increase. Other opportunities for income will increase, but it's not happening today. She was asking me about a co-borrower, putting two people on the mortgage. And I'm talking about a non-occupant co-borrower. Tell us what opportunities there are for those situations. Yeah, well, two friends could buy a house together and they could double up their income and be roommates, right? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, but you could, like what you said, as a non-occupant co-signer, or co-borrower, uh, you can have, has, you need a family member. You just can't have your buddy co-sign for you. So it's got to be a family relation, and uh, you can do that with a conventional loan, an FHA loan. You can't do it with USDA or VA, though. So those mm -hmm. zero-down loans, you gotta, you're kind of on your you're own. You're on your own. They want to make sure you can do it. But the, being able to do it with a conventional loan is new from the days of yesteryear when I was a mortgage lender. That's a great opportunity for First-time home buyers, this is a great way to get it done. And uh, so many more things to talk about in the world of mortgage, Brian. And I'm not the expert you are. I'm recommending that people call you, set up an appointment, and talk to you about getting pre-approved for a mortgage. Let our listeners know the best way to do that. Yeah, well, go to our website, homeloansreno.com. We can schedule an appointment right there. You can start the application. You can just call us. We love the phone calls, 453 uh, 0345 is our number here in Reno. And uh, yeah, reach out to us. We'd love to make homeownership, give you the map. I think that's really the key. We've got to give you the map and show you how to buy that house. And we love doing it. And that's really what a pre-approval letter from Guild Mortgages. It's a roadmap to home ownership. And I'm glad you're with us today, Brian. I hope you come back to visit with us again sometime soon. I'll be back more often now, I promise. Very good. Brian Cushion has been our guest from the Guild Mortgage Team here in Northern Nevada. All of his contact information is up on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Tell your friends and family we're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. Have them tune in and they'll make a great deal too when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until then, goodbye everybody. Goodbye. Bye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. 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 Natakwa.